welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am your host, Lauren. And guess what? Guess who's here today? It's me. Yes, <laughs> back. I'm so, back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm actually really excited because this one is actually going to be somewhat in real time because I'm posting it tomorrow. I don't have any in the bank, so this is going to be like a current one. Like people will hear this tomorrow as if this is not like two weeks before <laughs> so your anticipation doesn't have to be that long <laughs> i know right you hear like what we're actually doing like at this moment so it's pretty cool it's pretty cool so what are you up to we actually were just talking off air about just random stuff that we were like doing and watching you said that you watched jurassic park is that what you said yeah the one? um justin and i started we we watched jurassic park um the second one the lost world um, and then we've been watching a bunch of other stuff. Like the politician on Netflix is really good. Um, oh yeah. They just, uh, ended their second season. Um, it's like a dramedy, um, all about the politics and stuff like that. If you're into that. Ryan Murphy too. Ryan Murphy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it very much like Glee? Were you a Glee person? Like, did you watch Glee? I, I did watch Glee. I'm not as much of a, what do they call them? Gleek. <laughs> as um, They have names. Yeah, the groupies are called Gleeks. Oh, shit. Okay. I so did I'm not, not, I'm not that much of a Gleek. Um, Justin is. Um, he loves. Is he? Yeah, he loves uh, Leia Michelle as a. Uh, who does she play? Rachel Berry. Um, I'm oh, not, no. What does he think about all this rumor shit about her? I, he, I always read something about I've, I've watched a couple of videos. Um, he's not really like. He doesn't believe it. He's not in the up and up, and yeah, he he's just he doesn't really pay attention. He's like, oh, he doesn't know. He just watches Glee and really likes her. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, I cool, about, like certain stuff. Um, and then poor uh, Naya Rivera. Um, I know. Oh my was gosh, out, what, two weeks ago. So sad. Yeah, that she just drowned in that lake. Yeah, and she. Did you also her. hear? There's that other. There's another lake in Georgia. It's like Lake Lanier, and like people always drown in it, like all mm-hmm. the time yeah it's like they and every time something like there are always accidents and things and every time it happens like trends on twitter so i always see it and people are like how come no one has made a movie about this literal haunted lake in georgia like it's literally there are people that die all the time like never go in that lake there's another lake too i think in like somewhere else i was looking at i was looking at haunted lakes for some reason and they're actually (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, weird, a weird enough rabbit hole. This sounds like something that you would probably be into, but like, yeah, it was literally just all these haunted lakes around the country, and that weird things happen. That Georgia, I think it's Lake Lanier, it's called the other one, the more northern one. I can't remember, but that's another one where people like everyone is like, why does anyone go in this lake? Everyone always disappears all the time. Like it's crazy that people actually go. And people wonder why I don't go fishing. Nope. <laughs> and we also decided not to go camping after our last review of no camping. Right. <laughs> no more. I was camping. like, I have not. I nature scares the shit out of me. I'm not. <laughs> it's getting crazy now because of because I think now because there are no like restaurants don't have as much food waste. So like animals are just in a different situation. I think now like the ones that are living turn on and start yeah, like eating. you just never know. It's gonna be like the birds. It's gonna be planet of the apes. <laughs> Oh my god. It's just gonna be nuts. Who knows what's gonna happen in the next like, like, year? The island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> oh my god. It's that's a weird one. When did that come out? Wasn't like Val Kilmer in that? Yeah, Val Kilmer was in that and um oh my god, what's her name? 
Nutty. I'm looking out now. Ninety six. Ooh. Uh, let's see. Oh, we should do that one. <laughs> oh yeah, Marlon Brando. Oh yeah, Marlon. Peruza Balk. Oh yeah, we we should do this. One. We should totally do that one. Okay, we we've decided this is <laughs> the next one we're gonna do together. We do all these weirdo. If you haven't heard yet, we're doing the Silence of the Lambs. I don't even know. Oh, what yeah, we, we, talked we about. haven't even talked. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're talking about today uh yeah like and subscribe and do all that fun jazz i guess you've gotten this far but yeah we've i don't even know if you've gotten this far but you've seen the title so it's silence of the lambs uh i don't know this is mike's suggestion actually i i want i i wanted something more like and i i love doing any kind of movie like it could be the trashiest movie ever um but are you saying that i watch trash no, I'm not saying that. What? <laughs> you are. You're saying you watch trash. It's okay. I'm fine. No. Um, I don't hey, even have to get me started on Real Housewives. I can't even oh, get any no. immediate no. friend. Go to your Real <laughs> I literally cannot. Like, I'm literally on my own watching Bravo reality shows. And it's crazy because so many people watch them, but none of my friends watch them. <laughs> I, I, I love you, but I can't do reality I know. It's anymore. cool. It's cool. I have my own online friend world <laughs> podcast <laughs> that I listen to talking about it. But no, I don't, I don't even know what really provoked me to do Silence of the Lambs. I think um, I just wanted something more like, psychological to watch yeah. if that makes sense i guess yeah, um good. but i mean silence of the lambs it's uh it's fantastic it was uh it was it came out in 1991 yep um was made in 1989 um crazy you could tell and you you can totally tell it's it's very um i mean granted it's, it's a dvd or netflix has it but um it's very grainy. It's not very. It's not updated. I wish they would update it with like brighter colors and. No, Mike. No, that's that ruins the purity. I guess that's true. Yeah, it's because I feel like you can really tell the colors in the eighties. Like the color grading in films was like relatively the same, but now very, you can really um, tell the shit. It was very mute, I guess, or mm-hmm. like yeah, it was very desaturated. Yeah. Um. I couldn't even pick out one thing that was like brightly colored in that, except for maybe like the blood on Anthony Hopkins' face. Yeah, well, that was like very crazy too, because everything around him was this very like earthy tone. Like he was wearing double white, the floors were like this light wood. Everything around him was very like natural. Yeah, that red really stood out. There was also a red exit bulb, I think, when she goes down to see him the first oh, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like there's a red, like kind of like she sees like the exit or like all the kind of like the, you know, the like fences and like, uh, what do you call them? I don't even know, like the jail door, like that metal oh, prison bars yeah. that she it was, was all black and um, yeah. rust, rusted and like brick like cement not like cement but like bricks like they were underground but they were brick walls oh yeah like they don't okay so like the difference i mean there's a lot of difference between today and and 1990s oh yeah there and not that i've visited a jail cell recently but like from what i see on tv now they it looks very crypt keeper ish this one does yeah it's dark in in this movie especially because it's all brick it's all dark, and then in the new facilities, they're they're very like bright white and com- well, this, more comfortable rooms. <laughs> well, this one is specifically a behavior 
a hospital for the criminally insane. And it's actually in like a really small old, like 18th, maybe like 19th century brick building. It looks looks like it's in like a cellar from like, it was like a massive, I don't know. It looked like it was a house, but they show an outside shot. It is a special hospital. It's not like a wing in a giant facility. It's literally, it it seems like it's, it's a, he's a special case. So he has like a special, sell you know what i mean like he's not in general pop you know, he can't be around people really no and i i loved his uh his story of i mean you don't really get a humongous backstory in this one you get it with like the prequels yeah with the, yeah i was gonna say with um, the other one but just the story of being a psychologist turned murderer is just no scary and fantastic you know it, it's crazy well wait let's let's get into uh, it's directed by Jonathan uh, Demi, which I have to say too, he's an incredible director here. What are your first thoughts on the film? When did you first see it? So, so when I was writing it, I couldn't honestly say I couldn't remember when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know I've seen it throughout the years on TV, on Netflix, um, DVD because I have the DVD. Um, but I do remember seeing like uh, the the prequels in the movie. The sequel and the prequel um, in the movie theater. With oh, really? Reed. Yeah, we went to go oh. see. We went to go see Hannibal because that was the one after, and then we went to go see the Red Dragon, which is a prequel to Silence of the Lambs. And that came out after Hannibal. Yeah, that came out in like the two. At last, yeah. yeah, that's where they went forward. Then they went all the way back. Yeah, and then um, when Netflix just came out, remember how like they they would um they had the option of like you could rent a DVD and they would send it to you mm-hmm. through the mail. I don't know if they do that anymore. Yeah, they do. Do they? <laughs> yeah, really? They oh shit! Yeah, you can get the disc plan if you really like go to the website and like pick it. Like, oh, you know, that's awesome. They, it's an option. Yeah. Um, but I remember um when it when Netflix first came out, I was going through all their DVDs and there was this movie called Manhunter. That was- oh, dude, yeah. Susanna was just telling me about this on the phone earlier today. And it was made in like the 80s or something. And so it's like very grainy and very boring, but it's a, it was good. It's a prequel, prequel to Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Um, And it mentions Hannibal Lecter. I don't think you're introduced to him until Silence of the Lambs. No, I think Brian Cox plays Hannibal Lecter. Oh, does he? The, okay. I didn't really. I think I was falling into. I'm not sure. Like rabbit holes of Google and YouTube. So like, yeah. So wait, you haven't seen that though, or no, you I've have? Seen, I've seen Manhunter. Yeah. Oh, you have. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I haven't seen it in in so long. Um, but I think Manhunter is or Red Dragon is kind of like an updated version of Manhunter. Oh, I see. Okay. So that's where I was kind of getting confused earlier of like, I think this is like that because, and I've never read the books, but I was going chronological through the books where they go, okay, well, um, it was Red Dragon, then Silence of the Lambs, then Hannibal. So I'm going, okay, well, where does this Manhunter fit in? Yeah. Yeah. So it's really cool. Um, I mean that's that's pretty much my first impression, but like uh, rewatching it now, it's so interesting to me. Yeah, it is. It's so that um, we have so much more in this genre now. Yeah, in this like behavior, like you know, um, kind of crime type stuff. And I know you love you love uh, watching like documentaries on crime mm-hmm. and serial yeah. killers, and um, I'm I'm. 
I'm in and out of those. You know? Yeah. Um, I get really I'm in and out. Freaked out. I, sometimes I have to stop because it, it gets a bit too much, like oh, to definitely. watch real life stuff like that because it's like it's really upsetting. And it also really kind of bothers me the way that they market it now mm-hmm. because the fact that it's so like that it's so interesting. It is so interesting, but then when you think about it, these are, you know, real people and these are real victims. And like, I can't even imagine what it must be like to have a kind of uh, case publicized where, where like someone in your family was killed by this person. That's like the worst person ever. And like, it's been done in movies and there's documentaries and it's like, you, you know, it's almost like it just doesn't go away. No. Can which you is, imagine you know, like being... Can you imagine being a family member of somebody that just went completely off the rails? Yeah. I mean, and, like, and you had no idea or like, you yeah. never knew that person. That person was just someone that you never knew. Like they had so many different sides of them that you never saw that person. That's what people said about Ted Bundy mm-hmm. is there were people who were in his college class and everything. And they were like, we had no fucking idea. Like it just, it, you just don't know. No, it's so never. Crazy. So like, I remember, and I haven't read up on updated class graduating class members, but in my high school, I remember there was this one guy that was just like completely beyond that whole like gothic stage and depressive kid stage. Yeah. Like remember when Angelina Jolie um, had like um, that blood necklace? Yeah. With Billy Bob. With Billy Bob. Yeah. So he had the same thing and he was like threatening me almost every day. Where, where, where it was so uncomfortable. Yeah, I went to, I remember going to the principal and he was. What did he threaten you with? Just like, it, I mean, it was more like vocal than anything. What? Oh um, like, God. I'm going to kill you. You're going to die. Blah, 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 blah. What? I remember the principal, like the next day after I complained, like sent him to like some facility after talking to his family. And they're like, no. oh, yeah, we've been wanting to do this for a really long time. No way. Like he was actually troubled. Oh, yeah. That was so another high school, yeah. Damn. So what happened? Do you just I, not know? I, I don't know. I Damn. Haven't, I, haven't, I know his name was Nathan something, but yeah. Wow. It was so crazy because so like my mom, you know, she's a child and family therapist. And a yeah. Long time ago, I was I was so nervous about her getting into it and like having a private practice in the house. Yeah, that's right. Where I'm like. I'm checking on her. I would check on her all the time being like, okay, so what's your client situation like? Well, yeah, because you don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, you don't have to stable and, you know. Yeah. Especially when it's in your house. It's one thing when it's in an office building, you know, at least, you know, it's an office building. If something was to happen, there are people around that are equipped to handle the situation, you know. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a home, like, you're just you in the home with this person in your house, you know. It's so crazy. It's just... Um, it's like that murder house season where he was seeing all the people in his house. Oh, yeah. American Horror Story. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, yeah, yeah. That, that's Story. one of my favorite seasons, by the way. I'm rewatching it right now. <laughs> um, so great. But, um, yeah, but getting back to my first impression, but um, watching it now, I totally forgot that Buffalo Bill was a former patient of um, Hannibal's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of things and, and noted a lot more things that I had seen than before because i haven't seen it in a really long time all the way through it's really it's a i mean it's only like what a near two hour movie um yeah it's not very long it goes it does go fast 
Um, yeah. Do you have any more first and thought? I'll give you some of mine. No. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, what were your? Uh, I saw this film really late. I was in my twenties when I saw it. When everyone else saw it, I had never seen it. And I remember when it was promoted a lot, even though I was really young. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing like that poster with the moth. Yeah. On the face on the buses like stuff like that i just remember seeing it in magazines and everything and i was like always kind of told that it was this really like disturbing movie but i and i knew the guy was like a cannibal and like i was like oh no but even when i got older i was like oh god no i don't want to see that and then i just didn't see it for a really long time until i was like definitely like mid-20s mm-hmm. And I think it was either on TV or I don't think I rented it. I don't think I actively, but then it was on TV or whatever. So I saw it and I was like, oh, wow, this is really great. But I, at that time, I wasn't that interested in, or maybe we didn't have that much uh, information on uh, serial killers and like documentaries like we do now. Like, it was a different time where we didn't have Netflix. So, you know, it, it would have to have been on TV or I would have had to rent a documentary and I wasn't like that kind of documentary person. I only watch things now because it's so easy to watch them. Uh, But yeah, for that, so for that reason, I didn't really watch it until I was a lot older. And then now I've, I've only seen it maybe like three times. I want to say like, I really haven't seen it like a whole lot of times, but I, it's, it's so weird also that it was released on Valentine's day in 1991. (laughs) I found, I found that really weird. And then, like, upon watching it again and just seeing all these films, like, now when I'm reviewing all these different films and watching films all the time and really looking at other, like, more in depth on them, it's just so incredible how good uh, Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins are together. Mm-hmm. Their their like, chemistry is just insane. Yeah. And the fact that it was been it was supposed to go to all these other, I mean we'll go into other other people that they had choice but these were not the first two choices mm-hmm. for this role and it's insane just to think that this film would be anywhere without Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins I mean mm-hmm. I, it wouldn't have done nearly as well no I don't yeah. I don't think they're just they're so good and then also another note is that this is one of those few rare films I think there are only three that has that got the Oscar for best picture best director both lead actor and actress and best uh screenplay screenplay and director yeah 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 and director yeah the big five like it won all those five which is so rare there are two other films or three other films uh we could call up charles and like patch him in because he fucking remember know the others yeah, yeah i don't know but he knows all those wasn't it wasn't one like titanic or something is it i think one might be like gone with the wind or like one of the it's like one of, one is really old oh. one is like an old movie from like the 30s and i'm sure another one is probably like did the godfather win a whole bunch like did oh, they win yeah. like best yeah, 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 yeah. director and all that? Yeah, they probably did. Right? We'll look that up. <laughs> we'll look that up. We're but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're not a, we're not ABC NBC oh, or, or whatever. Series. That'd be fun. <laughs> what? We should do the Godfather series. That would be fun. <laughs> no, that's gonna have to be a bonus. If enough yeah. people want to pay to hear our thoughts on the Godfather, then then we'll do a Patreon, <laughs> and then we can do that. But that's yeah, that's such an undertaking. I do want to do um, I want to do Goodfellas because that's like a monster yeah, I, movie. I that... I've never seen that. You haven't? Mm-mm. Oh shit! It's a good Scorsese movie. We should do it because it's really long, but it's like it's like Scorsese. They're all really long, but it's so good with Ray yeah. Liotta. Isn't it like- you know a lot of people in it, like Lorraine Bracco, like Joe Pesci, like uh, De Niro. Like it's, I mean, it's like a classics mob story. Because I remember, like, my dad had it on Laserdisc. 
Oh, that's very laser. Do you remember Laserdisc? Uh, the craft on Laserdisc. Yes. Yeah, we used to watch the craft on Laserdisc. It was so cool. You were the only person um, that actually had the technology. I, it was a fad that didn't last very long. No, but it was before DVD. It was like it tried to be DVDs, but mm-hmm. it was just like DVDs came in and like you know we're way smaller. Oh, the, yeah. the Laserdisc massive and heavy well they were they were like uh, the size of a record yeah it was like a big cd yeah (laughs) really funny and i think they scratch pretty easily they they scratch totally easy yeah yeah to like finish the rest of the movie (laughs) yeah i know i remember the craft used to freeze Uh you were like fuck this sucks um I'm going to move on. We're going to move on to behind the scenes. I have just two quick notes and then you can dive into yours because oh, you have yeah. a lot, you do a lot more. The notes that I have is that uh, Hannibal Lecter is based on a serial killer in Mexico called Alfredo Bali Trevino. And he was actually a doctor who ended up uh, like a medical doctor, I believe not a psychiatrist who ended up killing his patients. That's who he was loosely based on. Oh, wow. Um, I actually never knew that. Yes, and also uh, Buffalo Bill is really, it's, they say he's based on three killers, but he's really based around six, and the six that he is based on, which is really interesting, I don't know, have you ever seen the show Mindhunter? I've heard of it. Okay, you need to watch it, because first of all, it's directed by David Fincher, who did Seven, who I'm also reviewing Seven on, on in a few days oh, so no. that that will be coming out um he did seven and fight club and like zodiac like he does a lot of this like serial killer shit he did it it's fucking incredible and it has the guy from that show looking and also the show i think he's in hamilton too okay, his name is jonathan Groff. Okay. he's he's one of the main characters and then someone else it's about the literal the the inception of the fbi behavior science unit and what they do is like they are going to interview serial killers and find out like they're almost exactly what jodie foster is doing but but in the story the fbi already has a behavior unit like in um in Sons of the Lambs, but in Mindhunter, it's about the two agents who actually defined this unit and made it become a thing. So when she fills out that questionnaire, when he gives her that questionnaire, yeah. and he's like, this is what I want you want, I want Lecter to, to know about, that's actually based on what these two agents really did. And it is a book called Mindhunter. And they, they interview Charles Manson in it. Anyway, so the people that in the story the people that that the the killer's based on buffalo bill is ted bundy which i immediately knew when he couldn't when i was because i've seen all the stuff on ted bundy now that i hadn't seen when i first watched it mm-hmm. so when buffalo bill is like loading that thing into his van oh, yeah. when the, and he had a cast on that's exactly what bundy did yeah, um that's that's how he lured them right? like, into their cars and stuff Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was, I was like, oh my god, that's what Bundy did. Uh, Ed Gain is a serial killer in the 30s and 40s who used to skin women. Yeah. Uh, that one. And um, let's see, uh, Kemper, Ed Kemper, he, I believe, he killed, he's in Mindhunter. And he, I believe, uh, killed his parents or grandparents. Uh, and he's like, actually, he killed a lot of people, but he killed his mom, too. Mm-hmm. And he was extremely intelligent. His IQ was, like, 145. But he was based on it, too, because I believe Buffalo Bill killed his grandparents. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a part of it. Um, Jerry Brudos used to strangle women and keep their clothes and shoes. That's another that one who was obsessed with, like, the size. Um, yeah. Clothes. Well, he wanted to make a suit. 
and like needed a big like needed enough skin to do that but the clothes that he would keep in like the shoes that's what jerry brutos did um and gary which bridgeway is a guy who had a pit and used to keep his victims in like the pit that he had in his house um oh yeah and then oh god yeah and then also uh either it's him or and it's uh gary heidnick yeah he, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. And then he, but instead of an empty pit, I think it was like he filled it with water. Yeah. And like hid other bodies down there. Except in, 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 uh, Terrible. Yeah. I mean, and I, I heard that he's done a lot more other shit, but I don't even want to get into that. But, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's essentially what I have for the behind the scenes notes. I know you have a lot more, but that's frightening. No, <laughs> like, that, uh, it, yeah. no it, it's, what else did you find out? It's so creepy. I didn't know about the other three, uh, to be honest. I thought, I thought it was just, um, three people, but, um, the only other stuff, because I had, I had a lot of what you had, but, um, I had, um, that Dems, first choice in the role was uh michelle pfeiffer That's so crazy um instead of jody um it was first michelle pfeiffer michelle pfeiffer did not did not want to do it be- based on the subject of the contact yeah it's really dark. Um, i guess it was just too dark for her um at the time um and then so they went to meg ryan who turned it down i can't believe they went to meg ryan I, she's not, and I couldn't, I can't imagine her being in this, in this movie. No. Um, and then even Halle Berry. I know that's kind of weird. That just came out of left, left field. I was like, what? Totally. Yeah. I was like, really? (laughs) But as soon as they asked Jody, they were, she was just like, yep, totally. Um, and then Dem's male choice instead of, uh, before Anthony Hopkins was (laughs) Sean Connery. I read that. I was like, Mish Money Penner. Right? <laughs> I can't imagine. He's too he's too like smooth, right? He's too like James Bond. He's yeah, you I mean, know? he is the original James Bond, isn't he? No. That was Oh, uh, this is gonna expose me. I've never seen a James Bond movie. Don't care. Oh, okay. First one. That's right. Is it Roger Moore? Was he the Roger first Moore. one? Roger Moore and then remember there's been so many and now supposedly they're gonna do one with a female um yeah i heard that but everyone everyone who's gotten wind of that is like so pissed and i'm just like why it's the new why? century i mean <laughs> deal that with other it. guy's old yeah what's oh, his name uh, daniel craig daniel craig yeah yeah he's kind of old i'm looking up now who's the um, first one but I and then a- dalton oh. wasn't he uh he was a he was a double seven yeah yeah, but was he? Uh, let me see. When who played him? Oh yeah, Sean Connery Sean is Connery. the first one. Yeah. Oh he yeah, was. And okay. yeah, yeah. Then Roger Moore was in like the seventies and eighties, and Timothy Dalton was in like two. Then Brosnan in the nineties was like Pierce Brosnan. Oh, Brosnan, yeah. And then like mid two thousands is when Daniel Craig took over. I was so pissed at that because I liked Pierce Brosnan's version. Um, oh, well, he's older, though. I mean, he couldn't do it forever. That's true. Um, but a couple of other notes that I had was that um, George Romero, who's, uh, who's directed, like, Living Dead, Night of the Living Dead, oh, Night of the yeah. Dead um, he was actually in this movie as well. He was one of the security guards that held... Um, oh, cool. Back. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. 
I had another note that said Gene Hackman was going to originally direct the movie. Direct the movie? Yeah. Wow. I think direct. It, it was, yeah, direct it, yeah. Um, but based on the subject, it was like another Michelle Pfeiffer thing. He was just like, no. So crazy that, that in, cool. in 91, yeah, they, they were like, movie. no. Yeah. It, it It's weird, I guess, back in early 90s, like, because the subject was so real, I don't know. I it was I guess, it would yeah. me like eight different people for like eight different parts of the project were like originally no. So, I think it's because back then when they when they would make a film like this, like there wasn't that like quote unquote like audience for true crime. So it was like some people would probably find it just really disturbing and not interesting at all. And now there's so many people that are into this kind of shit. So, like, no. there wouldn't even... I feel like people wouldn't make this stuff now because celebrities watch true crime. Like, people watch Law & Order. You know, like, now, like, it's been on TV a lot. We have all those cop shows on TV. Like, I don't think they would hesitate now to do a show. Like, True Detective. Like, they have big shows that are, you know, cable and done by, you know, Hollywood actors like McConaughey and Harrelson. But, like, back then, it's just it just seemed like it was so dark for so many actors to do it. Oh, yeah. oh, speaking of McConaughey, I um, you don't like him. He's okay. <laughs> oh, you're coming around. He's okay. I mean, Leo, who is it that you don't like that I like? Is it Leo? You don't really like Leo. Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, he's all right. I mean, he's not. He's not uh not amazing. <laughs> like actor wise, not like if he's hot or you'd bang him or anything like that. Um. Oh, who did I mention to you the other day? Because like. You don't like Julia Roberts, so no. She I, would, I always reference like I always reference like certain people that are like my quote unquote Julia Roberts, and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but you did say someone who was like oh Julianne Moore. I hate her. Oh yeah, that's right. You don't like her. Oh, I like no. her. A she ruined Lost World. Or okay, well, Lost. that movie was just garbage. Yeah, I can't even awful. believe you sat through it. She was, she was in Hunger Games, like the last ones. Like, no. Oh, I only saw the first Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that Jennifer Lawrence, though, either. Oh, is she another Julia Roberts for you? She is, yeah. She is, actually. I kind of refuse to watch films with her in it. Sorry. Sorry about it. Not bad. Um, she's like the newer Mystique, which I which I like. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. Okay, I have seen that. I've seen some things with her unwittingly, like, but, you know. Nothing where she's starring in anything. But um, Matthew McConaughey, he was in um, Dallas Buyers Club, right? Yes, he was. So I just recently saw that, and uh, that's fantastic. I, I I'm glad I I'm glad I finally saw it. Oh yeah, it's a great film. It's really great. They both deserve that Oscar for sure. Oh yeah, him and uh, Jared Leto. Oh, he's fantastic. I want I need Jared Leto to like play like a full blown queen in something. I need him to just play like Angel from Buffy because he looks the same. <laughs> like no, I mean, he's, he, he's the only one who I don't think he can. He's the only one who can play a vampire at this point. Who's like almost fifty. True. He's going like, to be in the movie, movie though um, that Marvel is producing or Sony rather. Oh, is it more? It's Morbius, right? Morbius, yeah. I mean, he's. I kind of want to see it just because I like him. Huh? But is he? It's its own thing, right? It's not in like the MCU. Mm-mm. It's his own thing. It's his own movie. Um, when is it coming out now? Did it get pushed back? Yeah, um, most everything got pushed back by a year. Um, but it's done. Yeah, 
Uh, oh, Morbis specifically. Um, I don't. Yeah, really, like has he finished doing it? I think they have. I don't, right? I don't know if they're they're actually done. They should be. Oh, he actually okay. is playing a living vampire. Oh my god, I was literally just kidding that he should play a vampire because he looks the same. He actually is playing a vampire. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have a they have a trailer and everything. Um, I have to watch it again. I think I originally laughed it, it off. So I was like, fuck this. <laughs> because originally they're supposed to be. It was supposed to be out this October, so I mean, I'm pretty sure they're done. Oh, nice. Um, okay, more behind the scenes. We're getting so off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, although I, oh, did, okay, cool. I did say that filming took place in Pittsburgh. Um, oh, nice. It looks East part, Coast. But in the movie, they're supposed to be in like different places like Baltimore, West Virginia, and um, I think, what is it, Texas? No, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. Yeah, and they're in, like, Memphis or something. Isn't he, like, outside Memphis? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. The Memphis. Cool. It looks very East Coast. Like, if you're from the East Coast, then you know, like, that's what it looks like out, yeah. out there. But that's It's, like, green bad. and kind of low. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. All right, well, I have a few uh, plot points and story questions. Yeah. Uh, not too many. And in the beginning, I love how it starts at that obstacle course. Like, oh, I love yeah. that the credits of her just, like, running. I'm like, God, I could never do this. Mm-hmm. Like, even at my youngest, I couldn't, couldn't do it. I'm like, I'm so not that good. Um, and then also, like, just that weird, as the film starts, that weird doc, uh, what's his name, Dr. Chilton, who's the guy who, like, runs the behavior. He's, like, every scene he had with her. He was like trying to hit on her and, like. Yeah, that's what I wrote. I was like, uh, creepy Dr. Chilton hitting on her. Yeah gross so gross um and then that first moment that you like see the hall because i i love how also it's like 10 minutes in and you're meeting Lecter. like it moves very fast yeah i i really like that and then like it's so crazy when you first see outside the cage and then you see like the chair and they're like we set up a chair for you and then she's like oh okay yeah and then right. she's and I was like, oh, my God, that's the way they shot that or like leading up through that hallway. And then you see those other people, like other prisoners, like on the left. I would lose my shit. I just I would lose my shit. I oh, don't yeah, even... that one one prisoner, Migs, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Migs. He was like, oh, yeah, I can smell your cunt. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, I think I like, Lecter heard it because he asked um Clarice like to repeat what he said. Mm-hmm. He was like, what did he say there? And he and then then when you first see him how he's like standing up all weird. Oh yeah. Like, well kind of like, smell or in in the circles of the window. Yeah. Yeah. It's so creepy. Like I was like I wrote like film starts quickly, Lecter appears early, his eyes, ew. <laughs> like oh, he his has the so magnetic and so fantastic. Yeah, his eyes are so scary. Yeah. Like they're just so weird. Um and I love how she like starts out really cool. She's just like, Hi Lecter, like, hi Dr. Lecter, da 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 like I you know, and he's like, you, they sent a student? Like what the fuck? Like what is this? Like you send like this little like nothing person to like help me out, like to like suss me out and like answer some dumb questions that like nobody's managed to do. And I was like, oh, he mad. Right. <laughs> I was like, this is not going to be good. I thought that something crazy was going to happen at that point. Like when I first watched it, I was like, oh my god, he's going to like try to fucking killer but then he just like one of my favorite scenes actually it's not i guess it will already like tell you what my favorite scene is but when he 
um, like kind of like shades her and like kind of reads her on her entire like life story. He's like, yeah, you're like, you have these cheap shoes. You didn't grow up anywhere. You grew up in like this town, like this small town and your accent. And I, I can see right through you. I was like, Ooh. oh, he automatically tries to break her down. You can see uh-huh. her getting red, but mm-hmm. she's like holding back as much as she can. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, and then he gives her that paper or like he gives her that like anagram. And then he's like, yeah, like look up my old patient or something. And then it ends up being like this anagram to like the self storage unit where the guy's head is. Mm-hmm. That's his. And he hasn't been in there since like the eighties. And like, oh, you so know, the guy was so fucking weird. I was like, damn. So then she's like kind of, he obviously is like, oh shit. Okay. You, you figured this out. You're obviously like smarter than I thought you were. And then the second time she goes to meet him and she's like trying to get him to help with this case. Now, then she offers him that fucking bullshit deal mm-hmm. where she's like, oh yeah, we'll put you in this, you know, like really nice place with a view. Um, and then, you know, I was like, oh shit. And then we get to the part where we actually see Buffalo Bill and, and then he pulls that whole like the girl you know you meet the girl like listen to her tom petty like flying down the road and then he pulls that fucking ted bundy shit and has like a cast on his hand and is like trying to awkwardly move furniture at night in a van and then he pulls her (laughs) well and he's like hey can you help can you like i was like girl what the fuck are you doing Mm -hmm. like oh and i was like what are and wait is that dog his or hers the white one? Yeah. The white annoying dog. Um, I believe that's his. Yeah, okay. So I thought it was I thought she had a dog with her, but I guess she didn't. Mm-hmm. I thought it was hers for some reason. But then she was like, No, I'm gonna kill your dog later. I was like, wait, okay, it isn't her. Yeah. Uh, for some reason I thought it was hers. Um, yeah, and then he like makes her like get in there. He's like, Yeah, can you just lift it and like pull it, get it all the way in there? And then like and he like pushes it back on her, and I was like, Oh my god, I would fucking lose my shit. And then he just starts, like, hitting her. I was like, oh, God, this is what ha- this is what fucking Bundy did. So that is his house, though, right? No. I believe it's the people that lived there before. Didn't he kill that girl? Oh, right. And he's like, there and he's like I bought the house two years ago. He has a like, wall inside their house. Or he I to dig it, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, I couldn't. Yeah, I, that, there are a lot of questions. Yeah, that like I didn't really know about that. And I said, OMG, the Ted Bundy MO using the broken arm to look helpless. And then he did it at the lake in the 70s. That's what mm-hmm. Ted Bundy I was like, ooh, creep. Um, and then I said, of course he collects moths. <laughs> like, who else would collect moths but a fucking psycho? Oh, that's what I forgot to say in the behind the scenes thing um, that I found out is that they actually had a moth uh, trainer. Oh, because no half of those moths were real and half of them were animatronic. Whoa, yeah. animatronic? Cool. Um, and then the the one moth. Sorry, I know that you're in the plot right now, but oh, no. okay. the one uh moth thing that they pull from that dead body yeah. is um actually made of chocolate. Oh whoa. Oh, so in case you like swallow it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> wow. I really forgot about that, yeah. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Could you imagine if your whole job is to make animatronic moths for movies? Mm-hmm. So cool. <laughs> How do you get that job? Um, and I have here, like, in just, like, a, you know, a camera note, there are lots of close-ups of uh, Clarice's reactions 
Like there are a lot of times where her face just fills the whole screen. Oh, uh huh, yeah. Even in simple, even just in simple situations, like they really, like you really see like every emotion that she is, like like her panic or mm-hmm. if she's she's always very like it, she has a very interesting demeanor throughout it. Like she's very reserved but like very smart and quiet at the same time. Mm-hmm. Just also kind of intimidating, and she's still like that. Even even when she got older, like with um, even though it was a boring movie, like Contact, there was a lot of like close ups. Of- yeah, Jodie Foster in general. Jodie yeah. Foster in that um, Panic Room. Like as she got older in 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 her acting years, it was just like they want to focus on her. Yeah, well, she's such a great actress. Yeah, and director, I think too. Now she's a director. Yeah. Yeah, and she lives in like France. She's like, she's getting her life. <laughs> oh yeah, and she's very like methodic. I don't know. I, I gotta, I gotta, I want to Google her now and like go down this rabbit hole. But yeah, I know. she really, she's I very, think she's too. She's very like wise about what she picks to be in. Yeah, she yeah. is. Well, she's always in good shit. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Leo in that way. I was talking to my mom about like the different actors and like she really likes Johnny Depp a lot. And I was mm-hmm. like, we're talking about Johnny Depp and Brad Pitt. Granted, they're two completely different people, mm-hmm. but I was looking at different actors and I was like, but the thing about Brad Pitt is that I don't think he's ever done like a bad movie. Same with Leo. Leo's not in very much. If you look at how many movies he's in for how long he's been acting. Same with Leo. He doesn't do movies like every six months. He does movies like every two years maybe three if it's really good. So he's like, has a lot of really good films and stuff, but like Johnny Depp's had a few, eh, like he's had a few questionable, like Mordecai and like, <laughs> Boris. I mean, uh, so is Angelina too now. So I was like, I feel like they've kind of done more. Johnny Depp also doesn't produce and like Brad Pitt produces stuff. So if he doesn't in it, he can produce it, you know, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. But also I feel that way about like Jodie Foster. Like she doesn't do much, like a lot, but when I don't think she really acts anymore, does she? No. Isn't she basically really. I mean, more like, I think the last thing she was in was that, um, Oh God, what was that movie called? It was like, let me see. Uh, I she was a taxi driver. That's how she started out. She was in Taxi Driver? Oh, wow. Yeah, she's a prostitute. Oh, that's she's like right. She's, like, really young. She's, like, 16. Oh, she's in Hotel Artemis. That was great. Oh, was it? That was great, yeah. Justin and I saw that um, on DVR last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was 2018. Oh, she has something oh. in post-production. Prisoner 760. Hmm. So she's in stuff. But, yeah, she only picks, like, what she really wants to Like, do. really smart, like, yeah. films, yeah. I want to see Panic Room again. Panic Room is fantastic. Wasn't that like a young kid? Shoot, that girl in Twilight. Is it? Uh, what's her name? Kristen Stewart? Kristen Stewart, yeah. Is she in that? She's my Julia Roberts. Oh, she as well. is. <laughs> yeah, I don't like her either. I really don't. I really don't. Yeah, I don't like her. She's kind of weird. Um, oh, yeah, okay, back to the story. Yeah. Um, yeah, lots of close-ups of, of Clarice's yeah, reactions. And then I have, like, the third meeting. She's supposed to get the deal done. This is when she he's, like, going to get transferred, and they put him in that fucking mask. Okay, that mask that they put him in where he's talking to the people in that, like, airplane hangar. Mm-hmm. Does, are those blades on the mouth part, or are they just, like, pins so I he can talk? pins, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I thought there were blades for some reason. I was like, damn, that's fucking ruthless. And then I wrote Sergeant Pembry. <laughs> that's the guy who like he kills in when like he has that specialized cell. Yeah. Um, which I read something too, that when they made that cell, they had to build it special. 
Oh, yeah, you can see the face. Yes, you could see the face, and otherwise the bars would be, like, way too tight. So that's pretty cool they had to do that. And also, he had a really swank cell in that room. I was like, this is pretty, like, nice room. And he has a little... Like, it was pretty nice. I was like, damn, if he's just in here for a while, like, that's kind of a nice way to treat this guy, and he's a fucking psycho. But then when he escapes... Holy shit, and he bites that dude's face. It's really interesting, too, because that's the first time we've actually seen him in action. Mm-hmm. Before we've just only, seen him, like, so stoic, you know? And that's the only really bloody scene. Um, mm-hmm. That's what, I mean, I, I love gore, and the bloodier the better. But that's why I love this movie even more, is that they rely on the suspense and how um, how awkward the situations can get. Because they don't, yeah. need, they don't need the blood factor to be like, okay, we're gonna scare you with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I really appreciated. Yeah, and then I just wrote Lecter's escape. <laughs> um, yeah, he's out. He's out. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, he is out, out in the world, and that's kind of it until the end when you kind of see him that he's out. But uh, and then I wrote how hard it must have been to have solved crimes. They don't even know what Buffalo Bill looks like. Mm-mm. Isn't that crazy? Like, they just don't know. So then I have... Okay, so this is the part that... So then, okay, the Crawford, her boss... Yeah. Who's like, hey, we've got this guy. Um, We're going to go storm his house, yada, yada. We don't need you. It's, like, outside Chicago somewhere. They're like, we found Bill. Like, we know it's this guy. So then she, he's like, okay, you go do more investigating on the on the victims, and we're going to do the SWAT thing because she's like, oh, I can't handle, like, I can't do the, she couldn't get there in time. So they're like, you handle the victim. So that's when she's, like, canvassing. So I think she's canvassing the woman's house that died or someone who was killed, like, a while ago, not part of this, what she's doing now. And that person, that's why she goes to the house. And then when she, like, meets him. But I love, that was also one of my favorite scenes, too, where, like, the, the doorbells ring in like both places and you think it's like you think the cops when they're raiding that house that ends up not being the place and being empty and they're ringing that doorbell and then Mm -hmm. jody's ringing or whatever uh clarice is ringing the other one but like he sees it and it seems like he like swat is like outside his house but then it's clarice and you're like oh fuck i feel like they've done that in a couple of different movies yeah it's probably some kind of name in the film world i'm sure it's like a technique or something where like two scenes are happening but they're not happening to each other they're like happening parallel but you think they're like you think they're linked because they're the same action i don't know it must be something like that but um i really love that scene i love how they do that mm-hmm. like yeah they do it yeah, some other things too and then i said like um when clarice enters the basement when she when she has that interaction with him is so crazy when she's like so like have you been living here long and you know, like, what's the deal? And he's like, oh, you know, I just bought this house, like, two years ago. Um, and then I was like, oh, shit, that gun's in the fucking uh, kitchen. Oh, she's fucked. And then she's like, can I use your phone? And does she use the phone? Or does he run out? And that's when she goes in the basement. Yeah. I forget, because how do they know where she is? Like, how do they know when they save her? Or do they save her right away? Don't they save her right away? Yeah. Aren't they like right out there? So how do they know where she is? Did she? I forgot if she yeah, used no. that phone. Or Sorry. Um. Shit. Now I can't remember. I just saw this like last night. 
Yeah, same. I mean, I think they don't really go, I think they don't go into it, but I was always confused on, like, how do they know where she is? And then I wrote, oh my god, how many doors does this goddamn basement have? It's not like she was wearing wires or anything. Um, No, yeah, yeah. she didn't have, like, a cell phone. That's why she asked to use the, maybe they knew exactly where she was going. She was like, I'm gonna go look up blah blah blah, and they knew, like, that house. I don't know, that part was kind of unclear, but but maybe people are gonna be, like, screaming. wrap Wrap up the movie, like, some things were like left out <laughs> yeah i was like everyone on twitter or like instagram's gonna be screaming like what do you mean this is how they knew <laughs> like someone's gonna be like screaming like they knew like what it was that we were just fucking stupid the reviewers but, yeah podcast are gonna be like yeah, oh, reviewers, please don't leave any bad stars because we didn't know how they figured out where she was in someone's <laughs> balloon um and then i was like yeah how many doors does this basement have holy shit that 19 that night uh, vision scene. The night vision It was very activity. <laughs> it was so crazy. Like I was like, can you imagine her, like like uh, Clarice, like acting like that? Mm-mm. Like she doesn't know where anything is, and he's like right there. Just even filming that, it would freak me out. Oh, yeah. Oh, I found I found a thing on um the website about that one scene where oh what? and I don't know anything about night vision, but um when he was gonna like stab her there oh shooter with that gun shooter sorry shooter with yeah. the gun there was apparently a shadow of the gun yeah we watched the same video i saw this video about this too yeah and i was like oh i don't know anything about night vision but yeah maybe <laughs> yeah maybe. <laughs> it was supposed to be in there i don't know but like oh interesting fact <laughs> um that's so funny that's so weird yeah, um, and then, of course, like, she wins. Yay! She's the hero of the day. Then I wrote, so weird when she goes back to school. And she has that strange relationship with Dr. Crawford, too. Hey, and we're back. That was weird. We had a weird technical difficulty, but we're back. Um, we were talking about the end, that she has that weird, strange relationship with Dr. Crawford. Like, because but- why did he give her this assignment? right like out like of she's a million student. people out of all the guys um yeah and all the students it was kind of didn't Lecter mention it in a way earlier where he was like well isn't he like sweet on you does he have fantasies about you and then she kind of like smirks. Oh, yeah she kind of smirks but then says i don't worry about things like that yeah that's right she does. she's like that doesn't interest me of, Maybe she wanted him. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, he kind of he kind of looked like um, Jared Leto in American Psycho, or not Jared Leto. Um, what's his name? Um, Christian uh, Bale. Christian Bale. His hair like all slicked back and poofy. Oh yeah, it was so eighties. Yeah. You mean uh, the guy Crawford? Crawford? That guy. Yeah. Yeah, I liked his glasses. Yeah, gold glasses. I wrote that in the fashion. Um, I wrote like oh, yeah. glasses. Um, okay, so now I just looked up for the theme and the mood. I just have a few things, not too many. The director of photography is Tak Fujimoto, and I read this like visual essay that he did uh, a few years ago. I think when it was maybe like the twentieth anniversary or something like that. And he said that it was the his choice to have visualization before verbalization. So like a lot of the really crazy scenes, not crazy, but really famous scenes that you see is 
like you see his cell, you know, and all that stuff leading up to it before you hear anything. So a lot of it is very like, he's kind of showing you this environment before the, the characters speak or like interact at all. That was very deliberate. And also like, there are a lot of like those point of view shots, which they used. I, the ones that they use in like Halloween, I think was one of the first films to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. The first one. Yeah. Cause you see Michael Myers, like walking through the house and stuff, but then it's like that in like, you know, the end with Buffalo bill and those night things. Like mm-hmm. you see like what he, he's seeing her and everything. Also, he said there's a lot of like meticulous camera work. That's what the guy said. Um, which you can definitely tell, like the, the I guess they're like tracking shots. I think they just started to use that, like in a, in a lot of films, because it you know the technology got really really big in the eighties. What are tracking shots? That's when like they they put the camera on like almost like a movable track. You see oh, it sometimes, oh, yeah. and they pull it like it's they can be stable, but they can yeah. move. Right. Like the actor can walk, you know, and they can like film them on you know walking next to them and stuff. But they have to build the tracks. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a train track like you have to build like where you want the camera to go but now i think i've seen behind the scenes stuff and they have like cranes where the camera's on a big crane and it like you know looks like a drone almost it, like goes oh, yeah, yeah. And pulls back you know mm-hmm. so yeah i'm not a camera person so i don't know but and also he said it's and it's very voyeuristic like we're looking into like people's like habits like that famous scene where like buffalo bills like getting all made up mm-hmm. it's like we're being like the camera feels like it's behind the mirror you know because he's looking in the mirror like we're the mirror so mm-hmm. we're like looking into things that like kind of like we shouldn't see like like people on their own so he said too like, then it kind of switches into characters i'm sorry go ahead yeah that's all i have oh, yeah this cool. switches into characters no that's it, it's awesome um yeah, Do you I, have I, love any the, notes? I love those scenes of um Yeah, like you said, like looking into the into the mirror and like mm-hmm. things that you normally in a movie wouldn't watch because it doesn't really have anything to to do with the storyline. But mm-hmm. in the in this movie it just makes it more realistic. And like because it's a psychological thriller, you want to they want to eerily show um the emotions i guess mm-hmm. behind every, behind every little thing um yeah totally yeah that's what that's what makes i think is the tension that they constantly build throughout the whole film like it's not even that gory it's almost like when we saw blair witch project yeah. like there, there's no real like scare moment like no one's trying to like jump scary with anything crazy like gore like it's literally just all being built up by this insane tension between the characters and the kind of cat and mouse game which is pretty much what a lot of yeah which is what a lot of these kind of you know hunter killer movies are like it's all you know they're just trying to catch the killer in the end so it's all like oh who's gonna find him first um but but yeah, they, they really know how to build the tension too. And you were talking about earlier, I think it was before we were recording, that you were talking about how the everything is so like muted, like mm-hmm. all the tones and everything. It's very muted and everything. Oh, even with um uh Lecter's um jail jumpsuit, it's like this very dull blue. Yeah, it is. Like the orange that a lot of um people are, are, are in right now. Yeah, and like use that you're used to seeing. I think or they like have her. some are beige too. I've seen some. Prisoners. Oh, some are beige. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some are beige and white, and some are like I think it depends on the prison. I 
I wonder if, it, yeah, I have to Google that too, but like, I wonder if it either depends on the president or like a different level of, you know, if you're a Oh, you're like security. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, or like what level you are. That's true. What level of a uh, prisoner you are. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe I'm reading into that too much. I don't know. Yeah, I'm but, sure. Um, I'm sure it's something. There's a reason, I'm sure. But I, I, I love how, um, I was, re- I was, uh, reading an article where it was like, you could uh, a viewer could um, describe this as an interesting love letter to um, law enforcement. How so? Um, where it's almost because law enforcement was so. I mean, it's kind of wonky now, but like, well, yeah, it, it was so um, uh, more tight knit back then. So, like, you know how like um, Anthony Hopkins, he, he's Lecter, is so. Um, displayed he's 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 displayed like almost like a an animal's head on a wall yeah it's um, true in his prison and then how he's like dressed up like so like they give him like this um uh, the straight jacket and he's on this like um what do you call it the little wheel like a gurney gurney thing and then yeah. like he it's just like that's how i don't i don't know um it's almost like here is your here is your prisoner, and we yeah they did that. Did you see what they did? They did that this recently when they captured El Chapo. Like they sh- like they like I I think police officers do this because they kind of because they did that they've done it in a few like public ways. Like you can look it up on the news. Like when they catch prisoners, um, I don't know about that. The situation in the film was it was really weird because they had that weird mask and everything. And it's become like, iconic. Yeah. <laughs> which is which so is crazy. Like, did they come up with that mask? Like, because they have to stop him from like biting things. And, yeah, like, because, because I don't rem- I don't remember seeing this kind of mask in anything. No. Well, it like, is the Lecter mask. Yeah. It, just, it looks like a hockey mask. It looks like the bottom like part. Of hockey. Hockey mask, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like open on the top. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking scary though. Ugh, it's creepy. Right. Yeah. I I mean, I guess that there weren't that many films about police officers in general. Like, I think around the 90s is when it we started to have TV shows, mm-hmm. like, uh, about cops. Like, there weren't shows about cops before then. They were, they were, but they were very different. They were, like, you know, like, detectives and stuff. Like, Columbo. And, like, you know, they're solving a crime. It wasn't, mm-hmm. like, it's about the police force and, like, the people on the street and, like, everyday kind of stuff. And, like, yeah, I mean, like I, back then, there wasn't CSI. There wasn't... Um, no. Law and Order started. Oh, yeah, it did. Law and Order was, like, 90? Law and Order, like yeah. Start, like, late 90s, yeah. No, early 90s. Early 90s, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Been long. I think that was, that was the very first. Yeah, the, the OG, yeah. And then, um, more recently, there was, like, there was that Jennifer Lopez show that oh shades of long. oh yeah we yeah. watched the first season we started watching that yeah 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 uh, um, that was 1990 was when law and order premiered wow and it was on until 2010 yeah crazy um crazy do you have any music notes there's only a few songs in here but they're like big songs yeah the only um and you reminded me earlier there's one song that i um one song called american girl by tom petty and the heartbreakers mm-hmm. and that was when um Bill's uh, victim or main victim of the movie um, was like mm-hmm. in the car, but then um, you reminded me there there was another song. 
Yeah, or, goodbye horses. When he was like when Bill was like dancing in his in his like Stevie Nicks, as you said. Yeah, I said Stevie like, Nicks vibe. Uh yeah. <laughs> when it has that weird scene. That weird that scene's creepy. Um, but the other the other music is like classical music and then like dramatic mm-hmm. score. It's by Howard Shore. It was done by like the Munich uh, opera. Oh, the score? Yeah. Yeah, like performed, yeah. Yeah, Howard Shore did the score. So I mean, Howard Shore did the score. <laughs> so funny. It rhymes. Howard Shore did the score. Um, but I guess that's actually I mean, as I'm thinking about it, I guess that makes sense that, you know, with a lot of movies that there's like a song, there's like 13 different like artists and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. This one, it makes sense that there's like limited music. I think with these kind of films, there are, except for like American Psycho, that had a pretty kicking soundtrack. But that was like 80s, though. That was like the point that kind of set the mood. But yeah, a movie like this, no, it's not something that you have like a soundtrack. A soundtrack, yeah. No. But the way that these songs were used was really, I liked it. It was really yeah. good. That's um, cool. But what do you have for fashion? Because I'm kind of curious. For fashion, I broke it down into characters. Oh, damn. Yeah, see? You're, you're like, okay, let's hear it. I didn't. I don't have as many notes as you think I do. So um, you sound like you do, though. <laughs> do I? Just because I yeah. mentioned Stevie Nicks and Buffalo Bill? <laughs> That's the only thing I said. <laughs> So for fashion, um, with Clarice's character, she had like mm-hmm. that puffy bob, mm-hmm. or I don't know, and cheap I, shoes, <laughs> and cheap shoes. I don't know what the shoes were. I didn't really pay attention to the shoes as much. I know yeah, they should have showed us. There was one close up, but it was very fast. Um, she had a twill. Well, I said twill, but you said tweed. You know more about you know you know fabric more than I do. Um. But she had a tweed suit, and um, she had high waist pants that were mm-hmm. very <laughs> like late eight, late eighties, early nineties. My mom yeah. had black pants. I swear to God, um, <laughs> and the very thin belts that went along. Oh with yeah, that's that was a big yeah, yeah. thing. Um, my mom had. Um, I remember going through her belts one day because she wanted to reorganize. She had like ten of them, um, <laughs> and then. The huge uh, file bag, a.k.a. purse. Oh, yeah. Clarice had. My mom had like four of those. (laughs) Those were were big back then, you know. Yeah, it's true. They were. So my mom, um, I don't know if you know that. Okay, so she's a child and family therapist now, right? And she's been for years. Um, But Mm -hmm. she used to be a realtor. Oh, I think um, when I, I think when I met you, your mom was a was already a psychologist, and a lot of realtors like had those like tight suits. Oh yeah, had, especially had in like the eighties, nineties. Had the uh, the first uh, cell phones that were like these big, huge, clunky bricks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what else did I have? Oh, she had um, she had like a I don't know if it's called a petticoat. Or what you know when she went to that storage facility, um, she had that huge coat on. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's not a petticoat. Petticoat goes under a dress. That's like oh, that, oh, like white I, thing. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what kind of coat did she have on? Was it that big? Like, was it camel? Was it like that light brown? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like the '80s coats. Camel coats. I think it was a camel coat. Oh, um. 
but and then like later in the the movie she had like these big huge oversized coats with like like the big shoulder pads yeah i like the green one she had at the end green one is great yeah yeah that one's cool and then i mean there's not a lot of characters so even though i said like i broke it down into characters like um anthony hopkins with the like very light blue not light blue dark blue jumper um Mm -hmm. And then Buffalo Bill with his, like, I said gender fluid earlier, but it doesn't make sense now. Um, no, yeah, I guess because it's like, but didn't they say he didn't want to be a transsexual? Yeah. He just killed, he was just, this was like a weird killing thing. Yeah. Like, or the, no, did they also, because they were, in some point in the story, they were looking up, like, people who had asked to get re- reassignment surgery who were denied. And I think they were like, this is probably someone who wanted to be a woman, but then the doctors like didn't approve the surgery. So they were like looking into that because they're, I think that's what Lecter said. He was like, there's only a few surgery places. It's like this place, this place, and like Johns Hopkins, and they're in Baltimore. And he was like, look for people who've been rejected, like who, you know, haven't gotten the surgery. So I, I think, and he killed Buffalo Bill, like killed his what lover? Didn't he kill that guy he was having a relationship with? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he was, like, put out on the street when he was, like, 10. I think he had some kind of gender fluidity or maybe, like, he just didn't... I don't know, man. I mean, he was all sorts of fucked up. So. I know. His clothing. So I, I just kind of went question mark, question mark. But um, it was more about Clarice than anything, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't have as much about Clarice. Um, just about, I love her coats and I love that green. She had that chain on when she went to see Lecter the first time. Mm-hmm. She had like a little like gold chain on, which is kind of cool. And then he was like, read her up and down. The library was open. I wonder if he was gay or not. Because <laughs> he, uh, the way the way he just talked to her and the way like his movements were were very like maybe. I don't know. Do you think that was even important to him? Did he have a family? Did, was that ever like a thing? I can't remember. See, like, Did he ever I, have like a. I need to see like the TV show because the TV show takes place before this all happened. Even Red Dragon. So, and I never even saw Hannibal Rising. So I, I don't. Those are. Which special. one was Ed Norton in? Wasn't he in one of them? The um, Hannibal. Oh, Hannibal. Okay. With uh, Julianne Moore. Yeah. I can't even. Oh, that's funny. I'm of that one. I gotta look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that all you have for fashion? Huh? Is that yeah. all you have for fashion? Yeah. Cool. I just have. I yeah. I like that green coat that Clarice has on. Yeah, Buffalo Bill. I said Stevie Nicks vibe in the Goodbye Horses scene. I said I also like his rings. Oh. He yeah. has like Buffalo Bill has like tons of silver rings on like every hand. That was that was fashionable back then too. Like yeah, it still is. It depends on what kind of guy you are. A lot of guys on the West Coast wear a lot more jewelry than guys on the East Coast. Very very true. Yeah, which is <laughs> a damn shame. I love when guys wear jewelry. So I remember, do it, man. I remember when I did attempt to do that. It just didn't come off right, though. <laughs> no, I think it's cool. Don't you wear rings though? I used to. I mean, I wear my my engagement ring, but yeah, but you used to wear other ones too. I used like to wear like thumb rings and thank you rings. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I like the and it has piercings too. Mm-hmm. Oh, piercing, I guess apparently kind of weird for back then. Huh? Apparently, that was kind of weird for back then. Like yeah, in the nineties to have your nipples pierced. Yeah. So it that was actually um a fake nipple, by the way. Oh yeah, I read that too. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, I was like, oh, interesting. Why? <laughs> but, you know, I guess I wasn't. So strange. Excited, yeah. I have all the men's suits are super 80s, but I really Very. love Crawford's gold glasses. <laughs> I really like those. That's all I have for fashion. Yeah, I mean, it. it's... it's I, I know it's one of, one of your... Uh, your subjects that you like to talk about, but for this one, it's not crazy enough. Yeah, it's not as important, it, I think. It's just very, I mean, obviously you can tell it's very late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. but it's not like the other movies, like Clueless and... Oh, yeah, it's not a fashion-centric not a fashion, Yeah. Um, I think that's what I... It's like a pendulum swing. It's like, that's what I like about it, but then I don't at the same time because it's like, then you don't really have anything to... Act, yeah you know but in that way it's just the plot is just so great the acting yeah. is like it just becomes less of a i guess important factor yeah but yeah what are your favorite scenes i kind of already said what mine were but what are yours so honestly like my my favorite scenes are every scene with clarice and Lecter. yeah so, i know and they don't have much screen time together either they really don't yeah. Um, but they're fantastic because they're so fluid with each other mm-hmm. and the way he baits her is no it's annoyingly funny and it's but that's what adds to the uh the whole like frustration of it he's such a psychiatrist <laughs> like throughout the whole thing he's just like why did you leave that farm, Clarice? Why did you leave that farm? <laughs> it's like, it's like he like literally like has to find out like what happened. Why did they take you there? Is it because you were wild, crazy? Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, no, no, God, like stop getting in my head. Oh, <laughs> he just, like, it's so it's so awful how how psychiatrists and and therapists can like get to you within like seconds. I know. They know exactly what to say. Oh, yeah. To, like, break you down or build you up or, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I, I went to therapy for, like, the longest time when I was a kid and just... Yeah, I did, too. Some days were good and, obviously, some days were bad, you it know? It was strange. I played Pogs with my therapist most you of the did? time. Oh, God, I remember. <laughs> I remember collecting them. Never really. Yeah, and like slammers and stuff. They'd have like Pog. Pogs were like the OG version of like Pokemon cards. I I don't even think are still a thing. I don't even know if kids collect anything now. I don't think so. But they had what Pokemon had Beanie Babies. Mm -hmm. Those kids who were younger than us had Beanie Babies. But I remember when we were in school, like people had babies. Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't like I I had like two, but some people had like rare ones and like mm-hmm. they would get those little tag, those little plastic things you put on the tags so it won't bend the tags. Like it was pretty nuts. <laughs> like people were pretty insane about it. Are those those are your favorite ones? Just everyone with Lecter and uh, yeah, no, yeah, that's that's pretty good though. Mine are just the same. It's the ringing doorbell scene where they're like both parallel. And they're doing yeah. the empty house. I, I did appreciate it. Yeah, I really like that. And then also the night vision scene is my favorite. Hmm. Like what that whole bit. It's just so cool. What are your worst scenes? Oh, my worst scenes are, okay, the first one is when he kills the two cops mm-hmm. in that chain thing. Like, it, just the way he, like, grabs his face, the way he, like, kind of jumps on top of that one cop and it, like, bites his face, like, a huge chunk out of his face. I was like, oh this is so creepy and then um another one the second one was just like 
it's not necessarily like well it, yeah it's the worst is when she gets that cum flown in her face oh my god <laughs> that was gross that was so gross and then the fact that like lector like tortured him the next day and then a guy like swallowed his own tongue mm-hmm. and like lector like what i wish that was a scene like can we see what happened there like that would have been cool to see yeah, because the way they described it was yeah. crazy. I was like, what? He was in another cell. What do you mean he, like, whispered to him and he just swallowed his own tongue? What the fuck does that mean? Right. <laughs> it's like, I want to see that. What about yours? What are your um, worst ones? Some of them, some of them honestly were, like, um, the scenes where there was, like, no talking and there was just music. Because, um, like, sometimes... Clarice would enter a room and people would just be like staring at her and they'd, and she'd be staring back. Like, what are you staring at? But mm-hmm. there was no, there was no dialogue. So that kind of was just boring for me. So that's why I put it under a worse scene, but the, oh, okay. the scene where the autopsy was happening in the beginning, oh, like, yeah, where, um, you know, they, they, they get the body from the river and like pull out the uh, the moth. Uh, oh, that was, and they had that stuff under their nose. Yeah, that just made me. They know it's gonna smell. Yeah. Second, I was like, I love gore and everything, but it was so real. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't know about this. Um, <sighs> that was pretty that, gross. That's pretty much. I mean, it. I mean, I did, <laughs> I did have one annoying scene <laughs> that I. Oh, yeah. What's your annoying one? the the white dog always barking <laughs> oh yeah that was pretty annoying oh yeah Dude, I, I didn't even like, in my quotes i can't believe i didn't even write put the lotion in the basket i had that one <laughs> i don't even know if what if i should call the episode that or if that's just too obvious nah, i mean it doesn't matter if it's i was gonna my I, this is one of my quotes that i wrote actually the only one the first my first quote that i liked was his read of clarice at the first meeting and then my second one was mind the drawings please (laughs) (laughs) i think that's what i might call it because it's like that's like right before he kills that guy oh yeah they like roll up the drawings i was like why are you rolling that shit up this guy is a fucking like cannibalistic psycho i would be like throwing that shit over and like jamming the food down i'd be like (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't, like, step on him, but I wouldn't be, like, he, like, rolled them up like he was, like, a fucking art teacher. I was, like, what is this? Like, <laughs> throw them on the side. I mean, he's a fucking, like, he's insane. I wouldn't want to be in there any longer than I had to be. No. Or I would just put it on top of it. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be, like, I mean, it's not going to ruin it. You can come in and move it. Like, no. He shouldn't have died. No. <laughs> Oh. I had I had four quotes and it was yeah. What are your quotes? The obvious one was it puts its lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know I mean, moisturize, honey, moisturize. Um, well, I mean, uh, I read an article that it actually um because victims want to dis uh, well, especially especially him because he wanted the skin later. He wanted to. He wanted her to like clean herself, basically. Oh. And then to um, and if she didn't obey, obviously, you know, she that would that was the punishment was the hose. Um. Anyway, that was one quote. But um, the second one was uh, a census taker once tried to test me, and I ate his liver with some faba beans and a nice Chianti. Oh yeah, that's right. And that's when he makes that weird sound. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah. Ew, stop. <laughs> and then um, he said something about Buffalo Bill, um, your garden variety manic depressive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why that stuck in my head, but um, it was funny to me at the same time. Yeah, and garden then, variety. It's like, that could be anything. Yeah. And then when uh, Clarice offers him to uh, go to that Place. Oh, that place with a view. Plum Island, yeah. And then he goes, Plum Island Animal Disease Resource Center. Sounds charming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where she gets to go like once, one day a month or something to mm-hmm. like this nature place. I was like, really? Okay. <laughs> Just for helping this crime? Yeah. Like you're going to give this guy like a vacation? I guess. Like just for helping this crime? I mean, I guess so. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Back then, there were bleak choices, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I know. I guess he was in this, like, fucking... He was older, though, when he got caught, right? Mm-hmm. Must he have was in for life, I'm assuming. I mean... Did he even have a trial? Or were they just, like, locking him up? Uh, probably just instant lockup. Probably, right? I mean, you can't get it. I mean, for for eating your victims, you I doubt you would get a trial. No, yeah, that's... You would just get, like, a... If well, it's a nowadays, you probably just get a death sentence. Do you think? Yeah. You'd be on death row forever. Mm-hmm. Gosh. I, can't, oh. I just can't imagine. No. Yeah, I like, mean, like I said earlier, I have to I have to rewatch like all the prequels because, yeah. I want to watch the show. I think I'm going to start rabbit holes, but I want to just like discover. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should watch Mindhunter. I really want to watch that. It's on Netflix. Yeah. You. You. I think you both are probably like it. It's good. It's really interesting. It's very like it's kind of slow, but like the acting's really good in it. It's really interesting to see how they how they started to study like the minds of serial killers because for a while they were like the guy was like, "Look, they're just locked up. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to die in there like while they're in there, we should at least be able to like research and find out like how to identify them, how to stop them. Like, can we find out who they are early? Like maybe we can find out who these people are as children." or something like you know something that they have in common like and then you find out they all have like super crazy families like super fucked up issues and everything like texas chainsaw massacre yeah just like that and like jason you know like he was left alone (laughs) you know like those fucking camp counselors man um what are your final thoughts my final thoughts on this honestly was you okay honestly it's easy to say that it's it's a a psychological thriller right Mm -hmm. but it's also a feminist movie at the same time because Mm -hmm. you have jodie foster leading the entire thing yeah thanks to her her boss um out of so many fbi agents that are already like well groomed all the fbi men so i mean i think she was one of the first like leading female roles that like paved the way for like all these other people like even Angela Bassett for the TV series she's in now 911 she's like oh, yeah she's a female cop you know but um, she's like leading the whole thing yeah um i mean she, she's got more screen time i i believe than anybody else on that show um oh Angela Bassett Angela Bassett yeah i mean oh wow i mean also she's a producer of the show so oh cool um and like I said earlier, with like Jennifer Lopez, with um, what was it? Um, Shades of Blue. Shades of Blue. Thank you. Um, I like that show. 
So, like, you could look at it as a feminist movie as well. Yeah, um, that's true. You know, they share, like, her and Anthony Hopkins, they share screen time, obviously, and it's about a guy killer, but she, like, like you said earlier with the the whole camera, like, panning on her face. and Yeah, it's very her. Uh, like, seeing every expression she has. Um, so that's pretty much my final thought of what, what cool. the movie is. Um, it's a, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, I want to read so the book. I want to see all the other movies. Um, because yeah. it delves into such the psyche, you know? Yeah, totally. I feel the same way. I haven't yeah. seen this film in a long time. I'm glad I saw it again. I'm glad you suggested it. It's a, yeah. it's a great, like it's great now that I know a lot of connections like within that kind of world that the behavior science unit watching things about that. So it's cool to see, to see this again. And, and now I know Anthony Hopkins from like Thor and stuff. So it's so weird <laughs> that I'm like, Oh, that's right. He was in Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Like he's been in all these other like different films since then. And he's like still acting. So um, yeah, it's really cool to see him in this. Yeah, it is a great, it's so great. I mean, this just kind of shows I feel like this is one of those films that's so simple and it just really shows like how much of how great a film can be when you have like two incredible strong actors. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even need much more. You don't even need gore. You don't really need like a lot of crazy location changes or like crazy settings. And then even the guy, I think Ted Levine's the guy who played Buffalo Bill. Like he's mm-hmm. literally the only other character. Like there aren't many characters. There's like five. There's also, she had that friend that was working there too that that girl she was like also a student that was like helping her out kind of i don't remember her for she wasn't helping her out but she saw her like twice she saw her near the end i think when she got like when she graduated because they graduated hmm. together she saw her one other time too um but she yeah, she had like a friend who was there and then i think when she left they called her and she was like i gotta go like so she knew and then also that time when chilton kind of took credit for her work oh yeah true. like he said that he's the one that broke lector yeah. and that found out about everything and she was like well and she was like trying to get in there remember when they kicked her out because she wasn't yeah. supposed to be in there and he was like taking all the credit and getting all these like cameras like such an like ass. yeah <laughs> such an asshole and he's the one i think that he killed yeah. like at the end you know he was like i'm having an old friend for dinner. that's right yeah yeah it was like that guy <laughs> was like stepping yeah. off with the yeah. prison guy mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry that was another one of my favorite quotes too Work. Yeah, maybe that'll be my the title of the episode. I don't know. There's so many things to choose from. But yeah, this was such a great film. I'm so glad to watch it again and be able to like dissect it and talk about it. And it's, yeah, it's no wonder. It's like a classic. No, it, it, like, it, it, it's freaking fantastic. And Yeah, everybody I, should see it. I'm, so. I'm glad you uh, you accepted my... Uh, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we're totally going to do The Island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long. I mean, uh, oh, what's her face that's in The Craft? Um, yeah, for Rizzo Ball. Yeah, for Rizzo We have to do it. Yeah, it's like a it's like a requirement now. We like have to do it now. Cool. Yeah. I love how I'm doing all these like really weird movies with you. I'm doing The Crush tomorrow with Charles. Oh my god, with Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. <laughs> so that should be good. I haven't seen that in a really long time. I'm gonna watch it tonight, and then I'm doing Seven coming up. With uh, Jai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Uh, what was Rooney the Fincher? What was the one you guys just did that I was? Um... Train spotting. Yeah. Yeah. I still need to see the uh, sequel. Oh, it's so good. That's what you were telling me, yeah. And like, everybody's in it, right? Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. And directed by the same guy, too. So, like, it's it's cool. It's like a reunion. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really I cool. It. I mean, a lot of people talk shit about it, but I thought it was great for what they were going to do. I mean, you can't expect it's going to be exactly like the first one. I mean, this oh, is yeah, like 20 years later, you know? But it was cool. That's that's really cool. I, I like how um a lot of... um. I mean, I'm not a big fan of, like, say, re- reboots. Um, mm-hmm. But I love how even in uh, movies or and or in uh, TV that they're they're trying to make these reunion type shows happen, like uh, twenty years later or um, what on American Summer did it? That was pretty yeah, funny. or or like get the kids that were like um, in Boy Meets World and years later they have what I think it's like Girl Meets World where the yeah they have their own kids yeah. and stuff right yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't watch that show specifically, but I like how they like do this like round robin of like, it depends. Yeah. I, I kind of, it depends for that show is okay. I don't give a fuck about friends or anything. So I don't care about what they're doing, but, yeah. but I know they're trying to do a reboot and I was like, eh. oh, like I, I, uh, I was like, no, I don't, I don't know what that would do. And then I, apparently I heard that Buffy is going forward. They're actually picking a Buffy. Like a reboot. Um, or, yeah, like or, a reboot. Like she's gonna be a teenager, no. and I was like, no, <laughs> I know. So I will not be watching or supporting that at yeah. all. Like, I, it better be a completely different thing with different people. Like, there better that. not be the same friends. They've they've got to create a whole new world. Yeah, I mean, like if they were gonna continue Buffy, like the original cast, that would have been amazing. Like, um, oh, like they waited oh, too like, long. Like charmed. Like the original Charmed was amazing, and when I heard they were gonna do a reboot, I was like, "Okay, cool," but they have to have like the original comeback as like guest stars. Well, that hasn't happened, and they're, they're in season two, and I'm like, "I can't do it." Oh yeah, shit, fuck that. Yeah, I, I am excited this year for or the next season of Riverdale because they're jumping up five years. Oh, so I feel like it's that. gonna be like a different show, which I thought I was gonna give up on, but. Mm. I think I'm still going to like, I'm going to see what it's going to be like. Cause they'll be in their twenties. And I was like, okay, that's good. That's closer to like where they actually are. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the story is going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot more complex. So I, I hope they can make that jump. Um, if they can't, then Asta Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, we have taken up enough time. So I think uh, we're at the end of the episode. Thank you. So, yeah. <laughs> like, and subscribe. Uh, thanks for listening people. Uh, yeah. We'll see you on the next one. See you on the next one. Bye.